is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? You know what, I just, uh, hey, this is a 20 and 21, it's me and the shark. Uh, the good doctor has uh, some personal things happening, so uh, we just wanted, I wanted to jump in. We were talking, we were doing some airplane quotes. <laughs> Back and forth here. You tell uh, your dad. Yeah, you tell your dad. I gotta write down some time stuff here. <laughs> Real fast, I just realized. Like a math We're both whiz. getting over chest colds as well. It sounds uh, yes, like. yes, yes. Travel always <laughs> does that to me. Mysteri- the old summer chest cold. Right before I start uh, recording this show, that always seems to get to me. It's like my chest knows. Yeah. I'm getting ready to use those lungs for a while. It's the excitement of the show. You know what I mean? And like you get a little adrenaline going, and your body's like, oh, I can't handle that. And so. Yeah. That's right. My blood's pumping, and it is pumping. Good, surely. Don't call me Shirley. We've been quoting uh, Airplane off the air. <laughs> and you were doing the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar part, which is uh, always amusing. Oh, man. What do you think people thought about Airplane when Airplane first came out? Like, it had to blow people's minds, right? Well, was- I mean, we, we saw it. I mean, it was, I mean, I guess for us, it was, and I didn't see it in theaters, but as a kid, it was on HBO or Cinemax or whatever, like, over and over and over again. It was, and but I, th- I think a lot of the comedy we grew up with was influenced by that comedy, though. I think that's right. So we could never, right. it's like watching a Hitchcock movie. We can never watch it purely because the movies we watched were all based off Hitchcock movies. So when we watch right. them, we're, we're like, well, this is boring. <laughs> right. I know right. this is good. Well, it seemed it seemed like as a kid it seemed like you know I could watch it infinitely and it wasn't because I sure. understood it or it was just it was visually appealing you know it moved you know it yes. was funny you know to whatever degree but most of the adults didn't seem to care for it you know oh really well that's uh, that's is a plus when you're a kid uh, I was gonna say I've showed it to uh, July uh, the other day we watched a good chunk of it. And a lot of the jokes flew over his head, but the gags he was totally into. Right. The, uh, the guy painting the guy and then seeing that the, it's act- he's actually standing there <laughs> with all of the stuff with strikers. Uh, you know, the, the girl and the nun singing and pulling her plug out of her. The sick patient. Or the, the autopilot popping up, you know. I mean, like, when I was a kid, I thought that was great. You know, now it's kind of like, all right, well, that's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can't. It's hard. Yeah, those jokes are so ingrained in us that it's not hard to watch, but there's no shock or surprise there anymore. You might see something in the background that you missed. Parts of it are now, I'm not, I don't know what to feel uh, or think, and it's probably not my job to tell you what I feel or think about the whole, the jive scenes anymore. Mm. Um, uh, right, they, yeah, they, I mean, it's dated. You uh, know, it's dated, at the yeah. At very minimum. It, <laughs> yeah, because it know. seems like the only joke there is they don't speak proper english <laughs> which you yeah, well shit. right no and one they reprise pro- it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, i remember the courtroom scene is that airplane too i think that's airplane yeah it's airplane too <laughs> yeah i mean because yeah. it's basically they just reprise that just for that joke you just know for I mean? that it's, yeah yeah, it's, yeah mm-hmm. it seems to be a good uh minute and a half of that mm-hmm. just for that joke which i was like eh. doesn't seem to to strike me that well hey you know it does strike me well though What's that? Uh, I don't know what the date is, but pretty soon, July 13th, 
Uh, our our guys are back. Our guys and ladies. Uh, the gang no, is hey. back. What we do in the shadows is returning. Uh, I think oh, July thirteenth. Nice. Yeah. But do you really not know what today is? What is today? No, I don't know what today is. It's July something. I don't know. It's oil, baby. Oil. Oil. What's that mean? I don't know. Seven ten. Seven ten. It is cannabis concentrate day. It is oh, oil day. Oil day. I had no idea that was a thing. Seven ten. Yeah. Is that is that the uh, what is that the uh, number of something cannabinoid? No, it's it's like oil. Uh, oil. Uh, you turn seven ten backwards and upside down and oil. A seven ten. How clever. Never got it. I wouldn't have put that yeah. together. It would have took me a while. I'd have had to see it in the mirror when I was upside down doing some some funky stuff. <laughs> Well, one of the young people at the dispensary told me about it because they were like, hey, you like buying that RSO stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah. And they're like, well, we got a special on Monday because it's 710 for oil. And I was like, oh, cool. So I'm acting like I know what's going on, but, you know, I I just got clued into a sale. 710. Well, that makes me even happier because that means uh, what we do in the shadows is going to be on in uh, three days, three short days. The show returns. Oh, I can't um, wait. I can't wait. Jackie Daytonia. Yes. By the way, I got myself a little uh, <laughs> Laszlo Cravenworth and a Nausea uh, Funko Pops. Nice. Um, someone was nice, nice enough to get them for me. If anyone out there <clears throat> wants to finish the collection for me and get uh, Colin Robinson <laughs> and, and Nandor, <laughs> yeah, we, I would. Do they have a baby Colin? They do not. They only have. Uh, he's very cool, though. <laughs> Colin's great. His, his eyes are glowing. <laughs> I guess a baby Colin would be stupid, though, right? Because it'd just be the body that's smaller, and that kind of defeats the purpose of yeah, the Funko Pop. Yeah, because the Funko's, the face is really the same, Funko's so all ahead. So, yeah, it's him. Dumb he's, he's got glowing <laughs> eyes and uh, his glasses. He looks great. He looks like he's kind of reaching out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Energy um, vampire. Yes. Uh, I think I had to stop the series the first and like laugh for you know three or four <laughs> minutes the first time I was watching just it. The it concept, was like, yeah. Just the cleverness of that. It was like, oh, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, Laszlo looks great, Funko. Shout out. Uh, he's got one eyebrow raised. He's got his, his long coat pulled back by the collar with one hand. He's got his rings on. <laughs> he's, just, he's looking like he's getting ready to be up to no good. And, Creepy uh, paper. <laughs> and Nausea is doing the Mr. Burns with her fingers, and she's smiling her little vampire teeth. Uh, she's adorable. I have them up here in full view. Hey, what else I have up here in full view? You asked me a little bit about this uh, before we got on air. Uh, me and the fam took a little trip down south to Arkansas. <laughs> Only state mentioned in the Bible. Uh, that's right. <laughs> um, and you, I tell you what, you know why when you get down there, lots of churches. <laughs> I mean, they took that literally. They were like, well, we have to have a church every mile, right? Gas stations. Uh, food, commodities, we don't care about that, but by God, we're going to have a church every five miles. <laughs> and we're not going to let you get out of here, because you need all those things to uh, live. But uh, we got a church here. Now we uh, <coughs> drove all throughout uh, Arkansas, my wife's uh, uh, childhood, uh, it wasn't her childhood home, but she spent a lot of time there, her family's from there. And uh, I had a few rants about uh, their, you know, I had a few rants about their horrible roads, and they're like, hey, this is our interstate. I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> like, not quite. It's actually just a two-lane highway, and all the yeah, signs... Yeah, lane, lane and a half's not an interstate. <laughs> no! And all the, all the signs say, future interstate. 
<laughs> like, oh, no, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You run into that. Yeah, Western Tennessee's bad about that. They yes. got like one they've been building out there forever, you know? <laughs> there are literally, I had to laugh so hard. There was literally this section of construction we went through. I swear to God, it looked like it hadn't been touched in 10 years. Um, and they like, there was a detour, some kind of sign, and somebody had just nailed plywood over (laughs) coming 2105 (laughs) like my whole thing was like the guys just gave up one day they're like ted carl you still got that plywood in your truck let's just go ahead and we're quitting on this let's just nail (laughs) this over the side we might as well be trying to build a panama canal this is worthless (laughs) yes we're never gonna finish this boys let's leave it one lane go ahead and put some plywood (laughs) on that side over there we're we're going elsewhere (laughs) Some fancy city post and just go through Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had some rants about that. Some rants about the uh, truckers with the 120-foot logs on the back that are just, like, oh, bouncing. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. But there's no support on the back half-third of it. They're just bouncing around here with red flags. They're three times as long as a semi should be, and they're on, like, windy windy uh two-lane uh mountain roads some of them and you'll see I and you'll see all lane. kinds of idiots like tailgating those guys oh yeah yeah like <laughs> you know i'm like i don't know man i think maybe four miles seems like a fairly safe following distance to me yeah no kidding i was either like get around them as quickly as possible or just right. slow down and let them go on and let's not be in a hurry <laughs> no no because right is, behind I, them is not <laughs> No, which I found is the best thing to do, really, on the interstate, is be the uh, the kind of slow person. It's just like you know what, I don't care anymore. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm. I'm not flying. I'm not going to be in a hurry. I have time. I've already worked this out. There's no need to rush. <laughs> I'll be there when I'll be there. Uh, but yes, uh, we went to a. Uh, first of all, not as many Trump flags as I thought I would see. Which you know what they they I have I've seen in my in my travels mm-hmm. uh, the last six months or so I've seen fewer and fewer. That's a good sign. Um, yeah, I, we had a weird one weird rally the other night. He was man, it seemed like he maybe has really lost his mind. Is he? Uh, is he total, totally unhinged? Like at it this was point? not. It was not even like. I no sense. Not no sense at all came from it. It was just like what. Just a bunch of, yeah, uh, jabbery. What's that called there? Just a bunch of nonsense. Um, but no, what I was going to say, just words. He had word salad that didn't, none of it said anything. Uh, not as many Trump flags as I thought. Uh, but I, So <laughs> we did a bunch of mining down there, which was uh, quite fun. However, I felt, uh, I, didn't, I didn't really feel great about it. Because Arkansas, uh, they're called the, the natural state. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but for ten bucks, you can ravage it and just take home whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, one place you can just go pick up diamonds for free. <laughs> that's right. It's, um, so we went to a bunch of mines, and I thought it was very odd that I was paying money uh, to not technically, but to do what my father did for a living. <laughs> to be a, to be a miner. <laughs> to right? be a miner. <laughs> Like, like, wait a minute, my dad was in the union, he got a pension for this, and here I am giving you 10 bucks? Yeah, that's not right. I was at the cheap place, 25 of the nice places. Come um, home with a little tourist black lung. 
<laughs> hey, you never guess what I got. My mining experience. It was thorough, I'm telling you. No, that's what I'm saying. It was that thorough. Oh, I got black looks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I came home with a, my back's effed up for life. I got black lung. You had to pay extra for that. Get a little <laughs> scar on your elbow from doing some roof bolting. Yeah. There's a guy down there just blowing creosote in my face for three hours. <laughs> they taped up my pants and they put a grease gun down my drawers. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> I will say. You, did, you didn't make the mistake of wearing your new boots down there, did you? I mean, that's, that's oh, a hell big no. no-no, of course. Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, hell no. No, I no. mean, you don't even have to like be, a, you know, you never have to be a coal. All you got to do is live in coal country to know, know you shouldn't do something like that. That's right. I uh, I will say I wore my UMWA hat down there. None of them got the reference because I don't think they know what unions are anymore. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they ever did down there, did they? There was one fellow that was like, hey, man, he even told me, folks down here don't have any idea about that. They'd be like, union, what? Tell me more. What is that? Yeah, yeah what is that? <laughs> Exact, that was his exact quote to me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You mean, let me get this straight. Me and the boys in the bar could actually do something for ourselves? No. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but no, a beautiful, beautiful place, though. I will say the Lake Achawada is beautiful. Uh, the mountains were beautiful, even though for 25 bucks you can ravage and rape them all you want. <laughs> However, not a whole bunch of people there. Uh, not doing that. Just us and a handful of people. The first place we went to is this total ripoff place, which steals. I'll just put it out there. There's a place called Ron Coleman, and it's not the bodybuilder. <laughs> it's not that Ron Coleman. It's Ron Coleman's mines, and they're like, it's like twenty five bucks, whatever. And you see all these signs for the Ron Coleman mine. Uh, then and there's other signs right next to them. It's very confusing. There's signs everywhere for Ron Coleman. And we pull into the Ron Coleman shop, and we're like, hey, we got to get a mining permit. You actually have to get, like, a permit for the day right. to be on the mining land, blah, blah, blah. Uh, pretty cool. Great little places. They say, here you go. It's 10 bucks. I, say, I think it's, I thought it was supposed to be 25 They said, no, it's, it's just 10 I said, okay, weird. Website said said it was 10, 25 We go, and now these the roads are, like, horrible. Don't go if you have a car. Oh, like right, a, yeah. Or, or you couldn't go like RV, no. Um, right. Um, real rocky, real muddy, nasty uh, roads going up mountains. Um, windy, windy, steep roads. Uh, and it takes forever to get to this place. And she gave us a little map, which I was like, whoa. <laughs> she gave us a map. A map. <laughs> which should have been a red flag. <laughs> like, it should have been. Why'd she give us this map? It was cheaper did than you, she so said. Did you stop at one of those places that's like, as soon as you cross the, the Florida state line, it's like, Disney tickets and orange juice, and then like you buy <laughs> the stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's like, no, that's not that's not what those are at all. Yes, that's just I somebody think who took your money. A little bit that way. <laughs> so uh, so uh, we're going up this mountain road. We see the signs. So we're following the map, a little actually piece of hand like paper that's been printed out that she gave to us. We're following it up there. We come down, we finally like get to the top, and we're at the top of the mountain, and uh, we, we're coming down, and then we see, um, she's told us, there's a fella named Mick up there. Mick will get your papers, make sure that you're supposed to be there, and he'll even show you around a little bit. We come, we come to the top of the mountain there, and there's a, there's a trailer that looks like it's been there for maybe 40 years. Right, right. 
Single uh, wide, 12 by 70. You got it, buddy. Yellow, no, pale, one. pale yellow. <laughs> two air conditioners. Uh, no, well. Uh, <laughs> and there's a uh, stripped Jeep outside the front. Uh, look like some mining uh, stations, some like what do they call that? Where you like you know shake it in the little pans. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, that have been grown over. Looks like no one's used them for a long time. There's no one else there. It's just an empty parking lot. And then what do the, they call that? The the sluice. The stuff the like sluice. That? Yeah, I think so. I think it is something like that. You put your mud in the in the yeah. tray. You shake it and spray it until you just have rocks left, and you pick your crystals out and go about yeah. your day. Um, uh, anyway, so out comes this fella who, I mean, he looks like our our buddy Brando would just be like, hey, brother. <laughs> me, right, right. Exactly. Oh, you. fuck, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. Me and you, me and you must have been <laughs> split at birth or something. Uh, a little scrawnier, though. Picture Brando, but scrawny with black teeth. I hope, Mick, I hope you're not listening. I, lo- I loved you, Mick. I, thought, I was scared of you at first. I literally pulled in and was like, well, I have my straight razor. Um, I have my bully stick here. Like, Wouldn't I you could, immediately have to take stock of like, okay, what do I have on me to defend myself? Yeah, with? really though, because <laughs> I, I could even feel Michelle being like, is this it? Is this really it? Like, so what happened is this was Jim Coleman. So if you look real close at certain signs, it will say Coleman, but it has written real small Jim. <laughs> so, right, right. We got tricked. We didn't go to Ron Coleman. We went to Jim Coleman. But Mick was very uh, upfront and honest with us. He was like, oh, no, that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <he was laughs> those, those guys. Yeah, and uh, Mick had coon hounds. I bet he had a dozen coon hounds uh, running around the place. <laughs> and uh, just smoking Durrell 100s. And, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, he was proud of us. He was like, man, look at you guys. <laughs> He's like, you brought different shoes and clothes. You got buckets. Hell, you are more prepared than 80% of the people that come out here. <laughs> well, I was going to say, they, I mean, just, just consider the average. I mean, you know, I, I, never mind. Never mind. I, well, I'll leave I that visual yeah. for somebody else. But, uh, yeah, Mick was turned out to be a great time. Love you, Mick, if you're listening. Um, you didn't you didn't honeymoon there with your pregnant 19-year-old wife, put it that way. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but then the other mines were uh, far different. But however, we loved that mine. It was our favorite one. Uh, there was nobody else there, and we literally had the whole mountaintop to ourselves to just pick. And I found a bunch of big, beautiful, just quartz rocks. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, what what was the hall like? And then and before I tell you, now you might not know this. My original major was actually geology. I'm, I mean, I'm, really? I'm, I oh yeah, I love this stuff. I'm, I don't know anything about it anymore, but I'm heavy into it. So yeah, well, how was I, the hall? I, the, the hall was great. Um, it depends what you were looking for. If you were looking for big, beautiful, uh, you know, palm-sized clusters of crystal, clear crystal mm-hmm. quartz, mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the rare find. That's like, you, you know, uh, keep in mind, we only had time to go to two real mines that were, did the yeah. things. Um, <clears throat> what we found and what I found at the first mine that I just loved were just giant quartz rocks. They were they were crystals that had just crammed together to form big blocks of just beautiful quartz. Nice. They were white. Some have like a little bit of that angel heart tint to it, I think they call it. Um, now we did find lots and lots of just perfect little crystal clear points. 
a few clusters. Um, but we got basically we got two buckets full of either quartz rocks or small crystals, and then nice. we brought home about four just big rocks to put outside. Ah, I got um, you. Right, and, and literally ten bucks all you can carry. <laughs> ten I bucks. Love that. Ten bucks in Arkansas, you can carry whatever you can carry off the mountain. You can take with you. Um, so I, I called. I literally sent our buddy Brando pictures and was like, "I'm you're coming here with us next time because I need some strong hands. <laughs> I need protection. I need protection and I need strong hands to help need- me get these boulders down the mountain." <laughs> You need you need somebody to let those folks understand that look we're just as weird as you are, man. <laughs> no, I tell you what. Within about three minutes, uh, Mick was talking about dropping acid and <laughs> smoking <laughs> weed right. and everything else you can imagine. So uh, Nick, Mick, Mick knew the, who we were pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so then, has your seven year old tried ketamine yet? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he was quite a he was quite a time. My uh, son kept talking about him, well after, <laughs> well after our trip. Uh, but yeah, good times. Now there was one other thing I did see a lot of down there, and this is a touchy subject. And maybe you're going to tell me I'm stupid and uh, ill-informed and ignorant in America. I doubt that. Um, <clears throat> I, I might though. You never know. I'm kind of an asshole. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I, like I said, hey, first of all. Uh, um, uh, kudos to our veterans. I, I'm not. I would never uh, go so far to to uh, slander or talk trash about any veteran. I have a lot of veteran uh, family members. Um, nonetheless, I uh, come across a lot of this in the South, which I don't see as much around here like I used to. Is the prisoner of war flag that people uh, fly? Now, the, the old the old Vietnam one, we used to see that. Yeah. That used to be all the time when when, now, when I was. But yeah, I don't see it. Correct as nearly me if as much I'm anymore. wrong. There hasn't been a prisoner of war since like 1972, right? Well, I, I think the idea is is that is that we don't think we got them all back. We don't think that that they gave them all back to us. But that's not that's not true though. That's the PO. Well, we don't know that. I mean, that's the whole, the whole reason was it was POWMIA, and it was an organization as I remember. But I remember and, reading in the 2000s that they had every unknown soldier has been accounted for. May, hey. I don't know. I, the short answer to that is I don't know. I'm just okay. saying I think that's what their claim was. In other words, yes, that's why was. they had an organization. <clears throat> yeah. I have been reading lately. Now, I can't give you the credit. I can't credit the sources here. But I've been reading a lot about most of that was books and Hollywood needed a bad guy. Um. Vietnam well, was still our kind of yeah. all-around enemy. Chuck Norris needed somebody to fight. <clears throat> we lost the war, so how can we make it feel? How can we Quentin Tarantino this and retcon history? <laughs> I know. I know. Chuck I Norris know. can go save people that are still stuck there. They still have them. Because why would they? What's the benefit to keeping uh, soldiers in a bamboo uh, cage underwater with their heads sticking out? Were there, I don't think they were that vicious, were they? Were they just that like, yeah, we're going to torture these yeah. guys? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you read stories, so like um, maybe second only to the Japanese. I mean, there's, it's, and I'm, it's, it, it, especially at those times, there was a much different view towards a captured person. So like, you know, the, 
idea, like, you know, you look at, you know, the 30 Years War or something like that, and it's like chivalry or those types of things, mm-hmm. and, and quarter, and, you yes, know, those yes, ideas, yes. those don't, those didn't exist generally in warfare in that part of the world culturally it was well if you mm-hmm. were weak enough to sur- you know you either fight and die or you or you surrender and die mm-hmm. you know they wouldn't I mean, use uh they wouldn't use things <clears throat> like cluster bombs for example oh i think they would if they could <laughs> if they had them oh for sure yeah oh, i don't really? think it was okay, a matter of that yeah 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 no i well, uh, much no, like I think the that, uh english <clears throat> did not use the crossbow when it was first invented they thought it was uh cheap and like they were cheating, they well, had it didn't make a, any sense. They had such um, a sense of like, well, that's cheating. You, you no, that's no, it's a matter you... of range. Is why they didn't oh, use really? it. Oh, I mean, really? Crossbow was only effective for what twenty yards, but the English something longbow, like that. These guys should stand there, you know, two or three yards just away chink, and just chink, slaughter chink. people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's, and a, it was that's a, a fallacy. It is, yeah, and it was tradition too, because I mean, it's literally called the English longbow. I mean, you know, before ah. the before the British Royal Navy, the English longbowmen, you know, ruled the continent. But uh, if you will. they stole it from the uh, samurai, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know about that because the English. Well, wait a minute. You know what? Pre- either samurai, predates, I forget. either predates, or maybe Jesus during the missing years, if he actually made it over to Japan. <laughs> He Got might one, have brought took it might have brought it back, but no, I don't think there's a no because I, always I don't forget think there's a cross, that, uh, cross samurai, thing there now. Samurai are um, I always think them uh, think of them as much older than they actually are. Right, um, they're not samurai yeah. go all the way up to like early 1800s. They're still samurai hanging out. Well, that's saying they had the not early late. Uh, Late, late yes, late eighteen sixties, seventies. There's pictures like well, actual post, photographs. Post that because we opened up Japan in what eighteen sixty eight, right after the Civil War. Okay, and if you think about it, well, in terms of film, it's that. Hey, what's Tom so Cruise civil movie. about war anyway, Axel Rose? <laughs> <laughs> well, when when's that Tom Cruise movie set? That that's it's the not historically accurate. Yeah, but not. it's eighteen eighties or something, eighteen nineties, right? I think so. I don't remember it that well. But it, um, it was, it's not an inaccurate film, um, but it is set in the right time period. There is a fellow I follow on, on the uh, TikTok who I just love, and he posts uh, historic photos that may change your point of view, I think they're called. And that's all he posts, and they're just wonderful photos. And some of them are of. Was Sam- it like a shot of Genghis Khan and all his kids? I, yes, all of them. <laughs> I got them all together. Family reunion. Con family reunion. Hey, kids, they all get a letter a year in advance. You've been invited. <laughs> Your father wants to see all of you in one, in one, in under Khartoum. one roof. <laughs> yeah, where would they meet? <laughs> uh, uh, no, shoot, I forgot where I was going. Uh, oh, but they're pictures of, uh, so there'll be pictures of samurai, like the, you know, and it will tell you, like, oh, the, sure. the clan. From 1865, and man, they are just uh, glorious to look at. Um, but I, I, what I was going to say is, I often get the idea that samurai, because they were around a long time, but yeah. I always think of them as being like ancient, ancient. But they really weren't. Uh, as no, ancient. they were con- concurrent. <clears throat> well, I think uh, that's probably all I need to say about uh, Arkansas and the POW myth. <laughs> and Mick, hey, I watched a uh, just real fast. Fun, fun movie. I've wanted to see it for a while. It's on Netflix now. Called 65 with old Kylo Ren himself. Really? Um, he doesn't take he his shirt off. He made other shirt. movies? He made another movie. <laughs> he doesn't uh, take his shirt off in it, so sorry for the Kylo fa- <laughs> fans boo, up there. Boo, boo. <laughs> Hiss. No, it's called 65. I lo- absolutely love the premise. 
I was like, why? Is, I can't believe this hasn't been done. It seems like a no-brainer. It was a popcorn flick from the first three minutes all the way to the end. Um, highly recommend. 65 with starring Kylo Ren himself. He's got a lightsaber and everything. He's <laughs> using the Force. What if we just started playing Kylo Ren and everything? He just started, and that was the bit. That was, yeah, right? <laughs> Nothing but. Didn't matter what kind of movie he's in. He's in like a serious Nazi drama. He's bringing Nazi medals across the room with the Force to his hand. <laughs> um, no, 65, plot. 65 million years ago, and they tell you this really quickly, and it's super, you, like, you figure it out. I, uh, within the first 30 seconds, I was like, oh, okay. And then the second plot point, uh, two minutes in, I was like, oh, okay. First one, uh, uh, 65 million years ago, a stranger visited a planet. That planet was Earth. Uh, um. Adam Driver's got a he's moving people from a planet to planet he, he gets in an asteroid field he crashes on earth everybody dies but him and a little girl and they're on earth with dinosaurs it's 65 million years ago uh, there's right. an escape pod but it's like far away they have to get to it uh, but there's T-Rexes and crazy <laughs> crazy crap everywhere trying to kill them and guess what uh-oh, what's that in the sky? It's the asteroid that's coming to destroy the Earth and kill all the dinosaurs. So right, they, right. So, it's a big one. So now they have a ticking clock. They have 12 hours to get to the escape vessel, to get through dinosaur land, uh, get to their vessel before the uh, asteroid hits the Earth and just kills all the dinosaurs. I mean, bulletproof plot, don't you think? <laughs> it's just uh, like, it, it, it seems like it, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, as soon as you see that asteroid in the sky, you're like, oh, crap, that's the asteroid that's going to, of course, it all clicks in your brain. What, they always say, 65 million years ago, <laughs> something happened, well, this is it, and Adam Driver, <laughs> he's out here. It's like I picked around. the wrong time to go to Cancun. He's running around in L.A. Yes, I picked the wrong I picked the wrong time to visit the L.A. tar pits. <laughs> it's really happening here. <laughs> oh, I just had, I had the entire volcano movie with Tommy Lee Jones go through my head as soon as you said oh, that. Oh, or is it Pierce Brosnan? No, it's Tommy Lee's in L.A. No, right? it's Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pierce is up in, in, in the Northwest, right? Yes, yep. Well, you're right. Both, both great volcano movies, by the I way. I mean, yeah, as far as volcano, you know what the best volcano movie is, though? What's that? Ah, shoot. What's it called? If Robbie was here, he would look it up for us. Ah, shoot. It's a Werner Herzog movie, and I think it's called Heat, or The Love of Heat, huh. or In Love. But it's these people who are obsessed with volcanoes, um, and it's just footage. He just follows them to volcanoes. They're just so obsessed with it. They want to get closer and closer, and they wear these suits so they can get closer to the volcano. Right? And it's just insane. It's like watching the documentary about the so the free solo guy. You're just like, oh, dude, yeah, you yeah. are you're going to die. Why are you yeah, doing stop this? It, stop, stop it. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. You've yeah. gotten close enough to the volcano. Stop trying to walk on lava. <laughs> you were not yeah. meant to do this. It's not gonna happen. Right. Um, and it's real, so that would probably be the best volcano movie for me. Because I uh, had yeah, to, like I had that. to turn it off. I watched twenty minutes of it and I was like, I can't do this. Somebody is going to die, and I don't want to watch someone fall in lava. It's like, I, yeah, I didn't sign I up for faces I even, of death on this thing I even here. trust Werner Herzog. I know he's not going to show it, much like his Grizzly Man movie. He's not going to show it 
to you or even let, let you hear it. But he's going to but, tell you it, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to get hurt really bad or die, much like the Grizzly Man, which I did finish that movie. Um, and I didn't. Ah, never mind. I don't want to get in my feelings. Have you ever watched Grizzly Man? No. <clears throat> it is a it is a disturbing movie. <laughs> um, what dude living with the bear and it eats him? Yeah, pretty much. It's not the one that eats him though. Is the weird or the weird thing? Like that one shows up once or twice, and he's always sketchy about it. Like the other mm. bears kind of know him. It seems to they really seem to kind of accept him, and he hangs around with them. But this other bear shows up once or twice on film, and he's like, "There's something up with that bear. He doesn't like me," and like he has to scare it off. I think. And then the last time they don't show you, but Werner Herzog like tells you what happens. Saying that bear showed up one last time. One last, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, but yeah, it's a impactful film if you've never seen it. Uh, and uh, but the guy's a little—I don't want to say he's loony, but he's—if you watch the movie, he's kind of loony. He's like picking up bear poop and being like, "It's so warm, it just came out of her body. It's so warm. I'm so yeah, it's not okay. I'm so connected to her. I'm like, no, no, no. Picking up no. an animal's uh, fecal matter. <laughs> I know I mean, why. Yeah, I should say one. like, you know, I mean, every now and then, you know, my dog and I are someplace where you got to pick up her poop because you're like you're got you know, to. the dog, you and know, it's whatever. Gross. And exactly, I'm really connected with my dog. I love my dog. I, you know, I do all the things you're supposed to do for your dog. And like picking up her poop is definitely my least favorite part of having yeah. a dog. You know. Absolutely. Whoo, boy, oh boy. No fun at all. And Especially when it's warm. Ugh. I was going to say, when it's God. warm and soft, that's the worst. Oh, that's You're awful. like, oh, yeah. That's so... yeah. This guy was happy about it. He had like a load. Imagine a bear load. <laughs> like four pounds of bear. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like, they don't, they don't call that a patty. Should I? Don't you think that, I mean, that rises <laughs> to the level of patty? <laughs> it's, it's kind of a mix of like cow and horse. So it's that kind of like dumpy. Thick looking, like hey, looking, stuff right, 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 and he's just like got it all up in his hands, smelling oh, it, and no. massaging it. <laughs> no, he's the grizzly man. Who would have thought he would have died by grizzly? Yeah, who would have thought he would have gotten eaten by a bear? I didn't see that coming. It's kind of like, did I send you guys the clip of Norm Macdonald on the Daily Show, the old Daily Show, of course, when the crocodile hunter died? I think, I, yeah, I think you Norm, did. And and like, he wasn't cutting him any slack, was he? No, and Norm says basically, like, uh, people were shocked. And he's yeah, like, crocodile hunter died. And, and, and John Stewart instantly goes into, like, please don't do this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did say that. He's like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do this, please. I don't want to laugh at this. And he's like, he's like he was 47 years old. He's like, that's a ripe old age for a crocodile hunter. <laughs> for a crocodile hunter, exactly. <laughs> He's like, you know who was mad? The crocodiles. <laughs> He's like, who got him? Was it Tom? No. Tom yeah. Hall? No. You wouldn't believe this. It's a fruity fish. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's right. He said, I could have had that son of a bitch one time. Him and his kid, I could have had. <laughs> oh, it's horrible, but yeah, remind, reminded me of that very much. But yes, check out 65. If uh, you haven't now, uh, if you didn't listen last week, Shark, the Doc and I, who I'm sure he's at his uh, palatial estate, uh, With, you, you know, know, robot maids and I hope own, he's relaxing. I, I hope he's getting the um, the relief he needs from the 
uh, situation he's been in, and uh, that, I'm all happy for him. He's, uh, you know, hey, uh, down there, uh, we went uh, deep sea diving down there in uh, Arkansas <laughs> where the ocean used to come in there. I was like, hey, Robbie, check this out. I sent him a picture. I was like, check this out. I found a doubloon. Yeah, he was oh, like, oh. You, he was like, you call that a doubloon? He sent me back a picture of like a treasure chest. He got the whole chest uh, yeah, of them, right, of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> He's like, check this out. I bought the Krugerrands from Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> I, you know, I like how they made made the South Africans the bad guys because, like, we didn't know that. We didn't, it's like South Africa's a place, you know what I mean? They have all yes, Kruger in. That sounds pretty neat, you know. That's cool, you know. That was like a, my entire introduction to that part of the world was was that movie, you know. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, well, I, I was very young when I saw that movie. I've never been into a. Uh, oh, we were uh, kids. I, don't, I, don't, I, mean, I don't wanna... came out in what eighty three or four or something. It's, uh, oh, oh no, I would say eighty eight. Eight, no, eighty nine. Oh, is it that late? 80, maybe even ninety. Nineteen ninety. Really? Ninety one, I'm gonna say. Yeah, Shane Black wrote it, so You know, and Pesci was still I mean, he wasn't he had no gravitas yet. I mean he was still no. playing you know, remember the character he played. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he, he wasn't was great. Pesci then. No, really, nobody you know? I say nobody, but a kid, my dad didn't know who he was. Uh, when he yeah. watched it, you know, he was like, this guy's kind of annoying, if I remember right. right, right I think right. he didn't like him because he cursed too much. Because <laughs> my dad will tell you, Lethal Weapon movies are his his favorite movies of all time. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, not, well, not counting a Western, probably. He's taking a Western. It's out of, out of the conversation, I think, altogether. Oh, my uh, dad, but, it's Ernest, hands down. Oh, Ernest my movies, God. The, all of the and it's And, and uh, I'll tell you one of the funniest things in the world is to watch him watch one watch. of those movies, right? It's don't oh, watch the movie, fine. just watch him because it's just like, yeah, him. he's oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, watching him, he, they just kill him so much. He's like he can't handle it, you know. <laughs> That's great. Be like me watching a uh, one of my old exploitation movies that I love to watch. <laughs> Blackula. <laughs> oh man, I think we're gonna have a movie night sometime soon, so I need to get your schedule. Off air nice. to see uh, if you have a any free time in the next uh, not this weekend but the, probably after that sometime we're gonna pick a I pick uh, a you day. know I do I've got got too many holes in my schedule so that sounds sounds good oh wonderful yeah we were talking today we need to have need to have the gang over here um, but oh yes anyway what, what was I saying about Rob. I started going off on the oh the, the, the state. The doubloons. Yeah. That's not what I meant. Oh, the Krugerrands. Last week, if you the Krugerrands, yes, that's not where I wanted to go at all. Diplomatic immunity. It just reminded me of that guy. <laughs> then, I, then I thought of the blonde uh, lady in the movie, and she crossed uh, my how, mind. How I'm not even like necessarily like a, a blonde, uh, whatever. But no, nope, no, nope. boy, was she. Uh, woo, but she, was she, cute. she did it. Yeah, she yeah. was a cute, cute thing. Anyway, cute, cute lady. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if you listened last week, but uh, Rob and I uh, tried to dissect what happened to uh, comedy, and we tried to figure out who has had the most influence over. Uh, this century since from so from 2000 on well we um, know the answer but i don't think you can say it <laughs> oh no is it <laughs> louis ck <laughs> bill cosby <laughs> i'm not sure where you're going i'm a little scared 
<laughs> I'm not going there. That, oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> we uh, we went through like a lot of a lot of comedy people, and we ended up with. Um, now you weren't here, so I threw Dan Harmon in the conversation for you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, because I, I I knew that you would at least throw him out in there because he's had pretty big influence over the last fifteen. 20 years almost, right? Oh, I think I think 15? Herman definitely represents the uh that that genre of comedy of we're going to tell the same old jokes, but what's the reason it's funny now is because we're laughing at the person telling the jokes, we're not laughing at the jokes. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um now I really was pushing for Conan. I thought Conan was going to be I had Conan's Conan's so good, so good. Um but we found at what we found the more we dug was that Seth Rogen has been on the cusp or involved in one way or another most of the great comedy things of the last 20 years. I think that's probably right. And it yeah. was weird Especially, when we realized yeah, it because both of us Conan were like, does that his thing. Yes, Conan does his thing and he is influenced. I think if we were doing like influence, oh, I sure, think Conan sure. wins, especially if you go back to the 90s, but we were doing 2000 on. And for me... Right. Conan is like the spirit of the 90s that just pushed through. And I've said this a billion times about Conan uh, on this show. I love Conan because Conan has never punched up or down. He punches inward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The whole show is any, for anybody. It doesn't matter who you are, where you lie, well, whatever. But it, you can watch Conan, and if you appreciate comedy for comedy's sake and, whole, and uh, uh, just stupidity... You're going to love him. But Seth Rogen yeah. has been like a part of something forever, all the way up to the boys and all the TV shows that he yeah. uh, is part of now. A zillion so, movies. I mean, you know. The, yeah. Yeah. We started going through like the things that he either has been in or produced or written. And we, we were like, oh, my gosh, he is, he's kind of touched everybody uh, throughout the last 20 some years. <clears throat> um, which is weird. Weird thing to realize about it is Sethy, and then he makes really bad, uh, expensive drug paraphernalia. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's like, yeah, what are you doing, man? You ought to be giving that stuff away for free as a public service, man. <laughs> I under- hey, here's a real question: Are you on Threads? <laughs> is that the new Meta thing? <clears throat> yes, the new. Uh, it's like it's like a it's the new Twitter slash uh, Insta. Thing. Yes. Well, put, put it this way. Do this. I think there's. I think there's so few people on there. Why don't you go ahead and scroll through there and see if you see my name? <laughs> well, I've seen you. Here's the. Here's the thing. Though. You can. You can search the entire database, right? <laughs> <clears throat> no, you're on there. I. I already follow you, Shark. What do you think about that? Well, it's and, and I'm not surprised by that uh, that you say that because I saw something the other night. Um, that was kind of a similar sort of deal, and it looked like. I mean, if you basically, if you have a Facebook account, you're already on there, right? I mean, you're thanks. Well, for no, it. it's it's actually Instagram. So what you can Instagram, do Instagram. That's is, it. Instagram. It, that's it where was, I saw it. So it shows up. Twain King's on there, right? Yeah. And and what it says is, if you if I click on you, it says, uh, your friend from Instagram has not joined Threads. When they join Threads, you will instantly follow them if you want. And then uh-huh. you just click it. So if you do join Threads, whoever has followed you is already on there. Uh, it's connected through your Instagram. I like it. It's like a polite Twitter. <laughs> it's people having fun. It's like uh, it's a little bit old. It's a little bit old internet. It's like polls. 
and pictures for fun and more like fun videos. People have said it's Christian Twitter, which I don't like at all. <laughs> um, because I just found that being fun and there's not a whole lot of like F you, you got you suck, like, you know, there's not a whole lot of hate on there yet. What's because nobody's on there? I mean, give it a couple of weeks. I mean, MySpace was like that for a year, and then everybody got the internet. Well, I need my send everybody a CD, and next thing you know, well, I'm still waiting for my top five on this thing. Nobody will be in it. I've I'm going to get my top five set up soon (laughs) on Threads. Uh, But no, I kind of enjoy it. It's a uh, I think there's 30 million people have got on it. Uh, within like two days or something like that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I had yeah. no idea. I thought that I thought it was up to like forty six people or something. I mean, not millions, <laughs> forty six. No, uh, it's mostly populated right now by the people, like the f- comedian celebrities that I followed on Instagram. Ah, okay. Have gotten <clears throat> to it, and it's really fun because, like you said, that's it's not flooded. There's not two hundred million people on it. Right. So you can you actually like can interact and have fun and like uh, for instance there's a post about like pick these three actors for a movie type thing from like an indie film post and I po- I picked the three and then I pitched the movie <laughs> like it's ridiculously stupid but people have joined on and like added to the script so every day there's like a new page and I go and I add a little another uh, piece of the script and then another guy comes on and adds another page. Um, and it's just fun. I don't think I've never got that interaction anywhere else of just people being like, yeah, I'll write a ridiculous script with this guy that <laughs> a cliche about uh, De Niro and Matt Damon. It's been Robbie, right? Who's who's been pitching the bear quick, quick aside. Have you have you watched the bear? I still have not watched the bear. I know it's, it's good. Well, but hey, good. <laughs> So I I was trying to tell to tell somebody to watch it the other day, and this guy's a filmmaker, um, and okay. uh, and so I was you know I was giving him the pitch to watch it, and I mean, he looks at me, he's like, dude, he's like, I would have literally thrown you out of the elevator. He's like, there's not a, a single word of what you said makes me want to watch anything remotely like that. That sounds horrible, <laughs> and I'm like, and that's my point. It's like it it is, it's awful, but you can't not watch it. It's you can't hmm. not see it. It, oh, it, it okay. is. I almost find myself hate watching it at some points. Uh, ah. But anyway, I I, I, don't, I didn't mean to get down to the bear, but just the idea of the pitch. And it's like, you know, sometimes you can be so excited about something, but the way you relate it is just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. There's nothing about that. that yeah. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. <laughs> and it made me think. It's like, you know, when they went and pitched this this series, it's like, what they say? It's like, all right, we're going to give you, you know, um, but don't worry. It's like potato chips, man. You can't just eat one. <laughs> well, I hear a lot of people saying how much they love it and how the second season reinvented itself and it's Oh, I like it. I can't not, I can't writing. stop stop watching it. It's great writing. The okay. the every every actor in it is killing it. Um yeah, it's it's I think it, and aesthetically it puts you in Chicago. I mean, if you spent any time in Chicago like throughout the year where you have felt Ooh. the seasons change and stuff there, okay. it it puts you in the city. Tell you what, it doesn't probably, take you in them uh, dang tunnels, does it? Doesn't take you down there in them tunnels underneath there. Does it? It it? seems like maybe I don't. Not it's not a it's not a, any sort of major plot point oh, or anything like that. And it, I'm getting uh, it I'm doesn't getting, uh, PTSD. I'm getting anxiety just thinking about those tunnels. Well, it My puts you in Chicago like in a way that doesn't over. It's not over stylized. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it doesn't lean into anything. It just I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, mm. but it almost like as I'm watching it. I feel oh. a sense of dread because I feel like I'm in Chicago for work. 
You know what I mean? Oh God, I, I, you can hear it right now. I can't take it. I, I love Chicago, but I can't. I gotta be a passenger. I can't be <laughs> behind the wheel. Oh God, I'm getting. There's no, there's no Blues Brothers as chased through Lower Wacker. Put it that it's not that. Uh, no. I can't watch Batman because it takes place in the tunnels. And if oh, you really? want to see me at my absolute worst, get me driving 65 miles an hour in Chicago tunnels, where you're supposed to stop on a pin on a freaking dime and make a 90 degree, 45 degree, whatever turn off of a highway underground. Oh like a man. Uh, just, no, they'll be like just a straight ninety out of a tunnel that yeah, you're supposed that's to take, a turn. going going sixty five miles an hour in the dark, and it's like here it is, arrow. <laughs> what are you doing driving sixty five miles? Those tunnels are under downtown, man. The speed limit's like thirty. No, it's not. People go fifty five, sixty miles down there. You it might have to be driving up. that, but you're, you're in no, the wolf pack. It's not the. No, you're not. You're not in the interstate. It's you're downtown. in the wolf pack. It's not the Dan Ryan. Yes, man. You get in that wolf pack, man. You got to go fifty five, sixty miles an hour. You don't either. You're under them tunnels. They push you like, around those Chicago. There's pedestrians down there, man. Tough, there's people walking and stuff. There's like old slippers. ladies with babies and grocery carts and stuff. No, no, there's not. And that's the other thing. There. There's freaking stores down there. You're like, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. You hey, people? one of the best Italian joints in towns on Lower Michigan. It, I'm not kidding you, man. Yeah. Well, I about ran over Lower Michigan because you're supposed to go 70 miles an hour through there. <laughs> 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 Hairpin turns, going 70 in the dark. Oh, Let me put it this way. You wouldn't drive 70 on Wacker. Why would you drive 70 on Lower Wacker? It's Wacker. right underneath it. <laughs> because the locals do. They're crazy, man. They're going so fast. They, can, they won't stop. Can't stop. Hey, i tell you something, though. Let's Here's something I noticed. So Chicago cities in general, I think, are some to some degree generally this way. The, big, the bigger ones are. But Chicago definitely. So... Most people who drive in Chicago live in the suburbs, right? And those mm-hmm. people, I think, are generally pretty decent drivers because they've, you know, they've, you know, had this aggressive thing, and you know, and then, and they manage it, you know, they know how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the people who grew up in the city, like you know, in the city, in the city, yeah, these folks, my experience has been is that they are generally the worst drivers I've ever experienced because they don't yeah. ever do it. They didn't learn how to do it until they were in their 20s or maybe their 30s. Yeah. And they drive once or twice a month, and they will scare the living bejesus out of you because yes. they're not familiar with what they're, you know, it's like, I'll yeah. take, take a hillbilly who doesn't drive in the city because at least they know how to drive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like me when I uh, get on, like, a uh, some heavy machinery. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I used to use be able to use most heavy machinery. Uh, I grew up on a farm, and then I worked for several different outfits that, <clears throat> had that sort of equipment um and it can come back to me but boy it takes a minute <laughs> i i don't want anybody and, near me in the and while you're figuring it out you might knock down a fence post or two you know you might exactly <laughs> that bucket you might forget <laughs> which way the bucket goes up that whatever uh you might get the gear you might get wrong gear for a minute there's a lot of uh, possibilities there that might happen <laughs> hey uh have you seen we're pretty short on time. Have you seen any clips or pictures or anything about the the uh, new Ridley Scott uh, movie starring the old Joker himself, <laughs> old uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Napoleon? 
No, I have no, but I tell you, that's a good choice to play Napoleon. I mean, as soon as you said that, it was like that makes sense. Okay, uh, he looks good. I got to tell you, the, the pictures I've seen, um, he he makes a pretty uh, striking. Uh, looks pretty angry, which I think most of the Napoleon's portraits and stuff, he's got a pretty stern look, right? He's like kind of like, ah, okay, I'm gonna... yeah, and and he's he was you know he's Corsican, you know he he gets his he gets his rise through you know merit, if you will, and hard mm. work. Blah, you know, I'm using air quotes. You can't see, but yeah, I, I think you know the. Story of Napoleon is is of of the you know me against the world you know always having something to prove you know type of yeah. guy you know sort of thing so uh-huh. yeah that, that that's the character if you will you know well you know old Ridley Scott I know that he probably studied um, any art that featured Napoleon he probably studied uh, any uh, books any portraits any depictions and uh, because just the stills I've seen from the movie look very much like a portrait or a painting you would see from the time. Very kind of like when uh, Kubrick did Barry London, Barry Lyndon, sorry. Um, he wanted it to look like Victorian paintings. He wanted it to look right. like they literally built a lens that could be, that could film with just candlelight <laughs> because that's what he wanted everything lit with. He just that's wanted candles. Wild. Yeah, that's it's, wild. it's very wild. And uh, it's one of the, it's, the movie's not great, um, but it's one of the most beautifully shot movies, I think, ever of all time. Um, and I will, I love to watch it just because the way it looks, um, it's kind of a gross glutton of a movie. Um, but I do love Barry Lyndon because of the think, fact that it's shot with candlelight, shot in candlelight, and then it's got these breathtaking, just like British vistas. Uh, and just I, opulence. Yeah. I think they shot Yentl with that with candlelight, but did not use the special <laughs> lens. <laughs> There's a, a lot of movies these days. They're shooting with candlelight, but not using the right lens. <laughs> just dark for no reason. Every every DC movie. Every yeah, uh, every DC movie made short of Suicide Squad. It's like, like, a, it's like yeah. I can't see it. It's probably a good movie. I just can't see any of it. Huh? Could you bring a couple more candles in, please? Tea lights. I need a few more tea lights over here. <laughs> For those of you who had no knowledge about making movies, it takes a lot of light. I mean, a lot of light. Even digital uh, cameras, the best digital cameras, still take a lot of light. Uh, it's not like photography light amount of light. It's, isn't, it's, a, it's a lot more. Isn't light in in film... Somewhat like a clean signal, you know, in in you know, in audio. In that, just here, give me this, and then I can make that whatever. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, and especially it, if you film it raw and just right down the middle. It'd be the for audio, it'd be like just f- recording everything flat, and then I can do whatever I want with that later. I can add. Yeah, it's like here's a sound. here's a dry guitar signal, but I can put a chorus on it later. I can put a reverb yep. on it, whatever, you know. Yeah, more or less. You want you want it right down the middle, especially with digital. Uh, people end up underexposing things um, on digital because if you overexpose it, it blows out worse um, than too much gain. On too much gain. Yes, You're overdriving exactly right. the signal, <laughs> baby. That's right. It's too much gain. <laughs> now with film, you want to overexpose it just slightly um, to get that light. Uh, just like analog, baby. If I'm yeah. running my analog mixer, I want my lights flashing. If I've I'm never, running my digital mixer, I don't want them flashing. That's I've never thought about it before, but you're right. Because with digital cameras, you want to underexpose just a hair. And with old school film, you want to overexpose it just a hair. 
uh, just to get the sheen to it and really let that light in. Um, we didn't know we were going to give a filmmaking 101 for audio engineers today, did we? <laughs> hey, I'm fine with it. <laughs> More gain, less gain. <laughs> I've already talked about my, my, my POW myth. <laughs> hey, uh, I always like to do the uh, what you're watching, uh, what you're smoking, what you're hearing part here. Uh, I don't know who listened to this, but uh, Killer Mike, one of my favorite rappers, dropped a few new singles in the past week or two. Nice, there's, nice. There's three of them, and uh, they are on point as always. And uh, he's one of those, they're social rappers, Shark. I think you would like him just because of... Yeah, for sure, what they're saying. Uh, yeah. What, he's, what like, he says. Like I mentioned about, I watched Colors the other day, and it was like as impactful mm-hmm. as it was back then, you know. Was it really? Are you being oh, sarcastic? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, 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 it, it truly was. I mean, I the, haven't watched the, especially the, the song, the song cluing in, the lyrics, everything. Yeah, it was. it was like, hey, yeah, this is, you know... And I think probably impactful for us because it was like, you know, really probably the first times in our life that we kind of really got exposed to what the issues were. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. That is true. Because there was not any, most of the movies of the time danced around everything. They were never about anything. (laughs) Well, and we didn't live in a place where we were having those kinds of experiences in our lives. You know, we didn't have anybody personally to teach us about it. Yeah. So, but anyway, I didn't mean to derail that. No. So, but I like, I like, I like the messages. Yeah, I like somebody who's got something to say, and man, I want to hear it. Yeah, especially uh, yeah, in that in that sort of music. Hey, we are actually out of time for the radio show. We'll be back with you next time. Hopefully, the good doctor uh, will return from the palatial estate, and uh, all will be well. But uh, boy, I'm still jealous about those doubloons. <laughs> He's like a. If they speaking of Chicago, doubloons. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Robbie, you got doubloons. Um, uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. We're going to might stick around on the, on the podcast for just a few minutes. See ya. Adios. Doubloons. <laughs> That's great. That was clever as hell. That was good. <laughs> That's my new... Uh, I got I to gotta put that in. We got to write a sketch around that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish, the Spanish Chicagoans. The Chicago can. Well, I tell you, so Chicago gets a new sports team, and they're called the Conquistadors. Oh man, you went. That's that's. uh, You went deep fast. I was just gonna have a Chicago guy went treasure hunting. You know. That's, that's all I got. No, I think they need like a field hockey team or some obscure sport that that could be humorous in and of itself. You know what I mean. Okay. And so you get a funny sport, right? <laughs> okay. And maybe they get a cricket team. I don't know. You know, maybe you do a lasso crossover. But anyway, they get a funny <laughs> sport. They're named the Conquistadors, and yeah, that's their. You know, the Bloons is their. Uh, <laughs> their war is cry, their rallying their, cry. Their, their, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bloons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somebody get Ryan Reynolds and Sudeikis on the horn. We got a vehicle. Oh, no. Ryan Reynolds has enough. I think he has enough. He's uh, everywhere I go, I see him picking out gin, trying to buy a bottle of gin in my liquor what? store. And there's, there's Ryan. Saying, I don't. It seems Ryan like Reynolds' face. Throw <laughs> like, a few hey. through mill at us, like the guy who's sprinkling salt off his elbow, you know, thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I listen. I love Ryan Reynolds. Well, I see, I see oh, that Jennifer. I. Jennifer Gardner is returning as Electra in the newest Deadpool 3, which I thought uh, might be interesting. I sure hope they talk Affleck to coming back as Daredevil. Oh, that'd be funny as hell. Oh, my God, that'd be funny. (laughs) And if they do, he's got to do the smoking Ben Affleck meme. 
<laughs> you know, oh, that would be great. Yeah. Oh, I like just, that. I can't be bothered. I can't even. I, I just, you know, it's like, and you know, my thing about Ben Affleck. But I love that meme. Oh yeah, that, that yeah. meme sums up so much of life. It's like, yep, that's it. <laughs> oh, um, well, I guess unless you got anything, uh, I was gonna talk about uh, the month of July, and if you knew July's origins and uh, people, I have a my son is named July. People often say, "Oh, is he born in July?" <laughs> I kind of want to be like, "Do you know me?" <laughs> Do you know that I hate? Do I hate like, things do, that are? Why do you on the think nose? anybody in the band's named July? <laughs> <laughs> like I, like what? What is what is wrong with you? Was he born in July? Yeah, I was just like, hey, I don't know what to call him. He's born on Monday. Let's call him Monday, July. I don't know. <laughs> so I am often curious if people know uh, anything about anything. Because uh, I tell my son, he often gets that as well, and I, I say, well, this is what you tell them. You were named after Jupiter. July is a form of Jupiter. Jupiter was the king of the planets. July, Julius, is the king. Like, Julius, it became Julius, it became July. Julius, July, Jupiter. Jupiter was the origin of July, essentially. <laughs> and, and he just like, okay. And that's why we have a drug czar. <laughs> right <laughs> but um but i think like how many nobody takes the time to know that that thursday is thursday or that no, wednesday right. is yeah. woden's day and yeah. i think like what is the percentage especially of americans if you ask them what's sunday named after like it's well, right there. That's, that's it's what right I was gonna say. I name. was gonna say some people would get Sunday and Monday, but but yeah, uh, uh, among U.S. citizens, no, not many. <laughs> I would love to do the actual poll. I would like to say like, hey, what's Saturday named after? Like, but all of them are just in the name. There's no like Monday's a little. Yeah, you might have to think about it for a little bit. You might like. Oh, it's just it's just it, like missing an O. It's, yeah, or you, you might. You, I think when I was uh, younger, I thought it was the first day. I was like, "Oh, mono." <laughs> it's like I oh, don't know. That make, well, uh, that makes sense though. That's not uh, without its own logic, you know. Yeah, um, but no, they're mostly named after uh, either gods or celestial objects of some sort. Right. Um, yeah, Saturn's day, uh, the sun's day, the moon's day. Sure. Um, yeah, Woden, Thor, blah, blah, blah. What's Friday, though? I, I'm drawing a blank on Friday. I'm going to be honest with you. What is I Friday? I don't know. I Freedom do not Day. know. Fry, fry. We need our uh, good doctor here to... We to, do. We need somebody with to, internet. Uh, I'm, with you know, the I inter- can't... <laughs> well, I the boys over the here and, and the comms ten are telling me we don't have the satellite bandwidth for me to jump on Google right now. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I do not either. Well, um, I think that wraps it up. Uh, hopefully, the good doctor's here to look up uh, what "fry" stands for in Latin, <laughs> so we can figure that out. It's probably after what, that dude from Futurama. <laughs> fry. Nice try, Stephen Fry. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. We'll be back. The blooms. <laughs> I should be a Chicago gardener. It shouldn't have anything to do with the balloons. The actual thing, it should be the blooms. He's he likes the blooms on the flowers and he just keeps saying the blooms. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, blooms. All right, see you next time everybody. Later.